What's up, everyone? This is Ryan Wolt. Welcome to the Cheers North County Podcast, presented by the Coast News Group. For today's show, I virtually met up with acclaimed surf filmmaker, artist, and entrepreneur, Taylor Steele, about his newest endeavor, Salento Tequila, based right out of Encinitas, which you can actually already get in North County at Seaside Market, Lazy Acres Encinitas, and Harvest Ranch Market. Anyone who knows me outside of this podcast knows I am not a tequila person. In fact, I have not even had a drop of it since August of 1999. I'm not going to get into the entire story as to why, but for some context, on that fateful evening in the fall of the last millennium, I went on a first date. I didn't know the rules to the game, I don't know where the bagels came from, and I did not get a second date. But, because I'm at least semi-professional, and to show my respect to Taylor, I decided it was time to give the agave-based spirit a second try. So, in a moment, you'll be an audio witness to my reintroduction to tequila with Taylor's help. And then I'll learn more about Salento's efforts to create a high-quality, sustainable, organic tequila, Taylor's connection to North County, and his start filming some of his not-yet-famous surfing friends. While you're checking out www.salentotequila.com or at Salento underscore tequila on Instagram, their Instagram is really good, by the way, here is a reminder that you can get a shout-out on this show and show your appreciation for independent news by becoming a monthly supporter of the show. Just click the support button on our podcast homepage at thecoastnews.com or click the link in your show notes wherever you're listening. And now, it's time for the show. Well, I would say... uh got all the tech bugs out of the way. I'd say welcome to the Cheers North County podcast, Mr. Steele. And before I get into asking you questions about who you are and, and how you got here, I think I need some advice because yes. I have some of your tequila. Okay. And I haven't had any tequila since August of 1999. And so I was hoping you could guide me a little bit. I have a few options. I have just tequila just as it was out of the bottle. I've got a little bit of ice here where I can chill it. I've got a margarita mix. What do you recommend? I have the the reposado. Okay. I recommend with that, just adding um, an ice cube to it. Okay. I'm going to do that right now. And let it let it rest in there for just a couple of beats and then, then just slowly sip it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I was really nervous. Uh, I still am nervous. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> we'll do fine. There's a reason I haven't had it in 20 years. Uh-oh. <laughs> that said, you are best known, I think, as a, a surf filmmaker, an accomplished filmmaker, an artist. Uh, you've won awards. You collaborate with other talented artists. Why Why make Salento? Why start a brand? Why not just kind of rest and surf and drink? And <laughs> why, why, not, why jump into a new project now? Um, I like to think of my career as sort of a... Uh an ongoing journey and it started off in the early 90s filming surfing and my i was friends with rob machados from this area and he introduced me to um this is when we're 12. he introduced introduced me to kelly slater and then this whole cast of characters and we just grew up together film i was filming and they were surfing and they became the best surfers in the world i um learned how to be a filmmaker with them and, and that became sort of a journey for me to be, learn how to do that. When I started, I was just focused on just capturing their performance. And that's sort of like chapter one for me. From there, I, I, I got more excited on being a better filmmaker than just capturing elements and learning how to 
give the feeling of a location and sort of traveling to these exotic locations that have never been surfed before and sort of sharing what it's like to be in these locations. And a part of our theme was just showing that all people are, have, are similar. We have similar needs. Um, we want happiness for, for our friends and family and, and just sort of sharing that and sort of telling this romantic story. I had young kids at that time. So it was like to tell that story for my kids. And um, sort of an opposite of the news, you know, the fear factor, but that, sort of a romantic version of the news. It, and so from there, like, I, I sort of fell in love with these moments of a team coming together and going on the road. And it was more of us all just sort of like tackling this challenge as a group. And so for me, like this third chapter is like just connecting and, and sort of being present and sort of the subtle moments being the more important than these big sort of adventures. It's it's connecting with friends and being present. So, you know, surf films aren't really, you know, surf media is not really the same platform, but I felt like I could tell my stories via, via Slento tequila and, and have that same message. And it's not so much about the tequila, it's about a ritual, a reason to sort of pause or, or transition from the day, you know, all the work sort of fast paced into being present and slowing down. So it's like almost like a tea, you know, and, in, in Asia or something where, <laughs> where they pour the tea and that's part of the, the setup. Sure. It's the moments between the moments that, that you remember that, that you look back on fondly. And, and you're saying you're thinking that tequila can be the moment that uh, or the thing that that creates the uh, scenario for that moment. Yeah, it's it, it. Yeah, exactly. It's sort of like the little bit of the litmus to sort of get a group of friends together and like share stories. And, and you're not you're not drinking to like forget what you know like your life it's almost like you're drinking and enjoying what you have sure on that i think i'm gonna i'm gonna risk this and take a sip and see what i what i find <laughs> okay i don't uh i'm not like being flooded with uh terrible college memories or anything so that's good <laughs> actually it's really really smooth yeah that's one of the funniest things is like um we, we're constantly like oh i had tequila in college and i had this bad experience i drank too much and had a really bad hangover that's not that's pretty much as far away as what we wanted we want to bring it's is not doing shots of cheap tequila it's doing it's it's enjoying good stuff i'm actually really excited about the idea of starting to drink tequila again because my wife is a big tequila drinker and my mother-in-law as well and they're always pushing the envelope a little bit and uh, i don't mean big like yeah. every day or anything i mean like when they do it they're going to enjoy yeah. it and cool. uh, buy a quality product but you based Salento out of Encinitas yes where I mean you grew up here along the coastline but then you left why come back to do this here um yeah I I sort of went on a uh an adventure um on purpose um when my wife at the time uh, she was pregnant we decided to you know I I traveled so much for work I decided to like instead of traveling all year travel to a new place for six years and then move to a new spot so that it's more of a responsible gypsy so the kids can make friends and we could sort of really ingrain ourselves in that culture and then move to the next spot. So we always planned to move to Indonesia. We did that for six years. We went to Australia for six years and then New York from there and then then came back here. So it was always part of the plan. Um, it sort of, Slinto wasn't part of the plan. And that sort of was the new creative. I, I was just doing different creatives wherever I was. So that, that was my new sort of creative outlet. Um, but here makes sense on a lot of reasons. But tequila is really it's really saturated in San Diego and it's a really tough market to make it here. And people are really educated in it. So I feel like it's a good challenge to try to 
to try to break a you know product in San Diego, and it's um, but it's also like my hometown, so it's it's uh, you know feels familiar. A little bit of like a home field advantage, maybe. Yeah, a little bit of home field advantage. You know, like we all know, San Diego is a test market for a lot of things, so you learn a lot. Um, but I just I just like the fact that people are really educated on tequila. So like, if you could win these people over that probably have their favorites already then you could probably do it elsewhere. And that's sort of like the, the thought process. Sure. I mean, when re- I was learning about tequila this week and just reading the certified organic, single batches, small batches, single estate, I believe in Jalisco, Mexico, uh, using yeah. sustainable harvesting. How involved was that process of finding a partner farm and creating that flavor profile with them to ensure that this is a tequila that you can be proud of, that you can you know keep going around town after people try it and say, hey, mm-hmm you know, we're still friends, right? And uh, how, how difficult was that process? I mean, did you have any any inkling of what it was going to take when you got started? No, um, you know, and that's exactly the point. I wanted to still have friends afterwards um, after they tried the tequila and and I didn't want to, um, you know, have a bad bad impression in their, their brains. But um, it, it was a long process. I spent um, a month down in Mexico really going to a bunch of distilleries working with them and there was only um a couple that were organic and so my first thing was i feel like my strengths in the filmmaking storytelling and and i guess that's more on the marketing side of things and i wanted to make sure that the tequila held up to any marketing that was upcoming and not just sort of like a shell game where this looks like a shiny new object and then you try it and it's not that good sure so it was really important for me to make sure that tequila was was the best I could, could do. Um, so I just worked with a bunch of distilleries and worked with their their chemists and their 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 creatives over there, and and then came back to America and had four flavors from different distillers. Only one was organic, and I just blind tasted them to forty people who really know tequila. And ninety five percent of the time they picked the one we went with. And so I didn't want to trust my taste buds alone. <laughs> That's well, and it's it's smart. Um, when I was uh, when I was in hospitality and running bars and restaurants and tasting craft beers, I always try to remember like it doesn't matter what I think. What matters is what the people who are buying it think and, and how much they can appreciate it. And it's got to be they have to be able to relate to it in some way. That sounds smart to me. And it ended up being the one that was organic is the one that people like. Yeah, and that was surprising. Um, I wasn't stuck on that, but at, once that was sort of leading the way, I just all of a sudden realized how on trend that is. And just, you know, like I knew organic's always important, but I didn't really think about that as a as something in the forefront until like it was sort of hit. And then uh, from that, now you have uh, three different versions that you guys have come out with, the Blanco Anejo and the Reposado that I'm drinking here, probably butchering that name, I apologize which uh, I believe I it was recommended to me to try this one because when they asked what kind of tequila I liked, I said whiskey. And so mm-hmm. they said this one would have kind of that aged uh, in oak barrels kind of smoothness yeah. to it, which uh, I'm, certainly, I'm certainly getting there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'll be right back with the second half of my conversation with Taylor Steele. But first, some words about Anchor Podcast Hosting. Hi, I'm Ryan Wolt, host of the Roast West Coast podcast. Ever wonder what a flat white was? Or if the ratio of coffee beans to water matters? How about the difference between washed and unwashed coffee beans? If so, be sure to subscribe to the Roast West Coast podcast on your favorite podcast platform. 
We can learn all about coffee and explore the origin stories of some of the best coffee roasters in North County, San Diego together. Details and links to your favorite podcast platforms available now at onewildlifeco.com backslash podcasts. And now, back to the show. The name, uh, the name Salento is Spanish for slow sun. We've been kind of confronted by this worldwide pandemic, which at least for a time forced people to slow down and then they sped up and now they're being forced to slow down again. How have you guys had to adapt to that? You know, coming out with a new brand in the middle of all of this, you know, what, I mean, I can't <laughs> even imagine the kind of the stress levels of it. When I was thinking about it, I was thinking, well, it is about kind of like taking things slowly. And, you know, a lot of us are doing that right now. Yeah, we. I always imagined um, that the slow down mentality would be to break up our busy lifestyles and, and not being something that's, you know, a pandemic, you know, like enforced um, situation. So, but it does fit still. Like, I think we always should be more present and more aware. And so, um, so it still works in that sense, but um, I, it's not ideal. You know, like I, I like it better that we're, busy doing something that we love and our passions. And then we need a, a stepping stone to, to stop that and, and be present with our ourselves or our loved ones. So that's the ideal situation. But yeah, we've had to completely pivot. And I think that's just part of, I think in hindsight, I think my filmmaking background is probably what's helps that because you show up on set, you have these ideas, you have these storyboards and it's never as you assume. And you have to just sort of like, okay, what do we have in front of us that we could use? And so originally we were working towards all these bars and restaurants and, and, and building these relationships and creating events. And then that closed down. And then we went straight to Instagram doing live interviews with like Tony Hawk and, you know, Kelly Slater and all these people just to like tell our story, get their story, get the similarities, find find moments that how they're doing with the pandemic, how they're slowing down in, in life, what's inspiring them, what are they reading, anything like that, just to sort of, you know, feel the connection, the human connection that we're all craving in that early stages of like lockdown. For me, like, I think I try not to think of it as like a brand. I try to just think of it as a part of me and part of a creative process. And that, you know, like just to be real and authentic and, and let that sort of carry out whichever platform we go. And so I, I was just trying to be real and just like sort of like give a positive spin on this crazy situation that we're doing and just tell stories and just like share stories and get like a campfire vibe. And, you know, similar to what you're doing with podcasts, I think, you know, people crave just longer conversations and not sort of like rapid fire, you know, media and, and short attention span sort of cuts and Instagram sort of tempo. And so. Yeah, we just pivoted straight to like home delivery and getting it at home and then sharing stories however we could get to you. Yeah. Thinking about your background as a filmmaker and now as you're talking about this brand, you're still just talking about telling stories. I've got to assume there's kind of some, you have sort of a project-based mentality. And I would imagine that there's, you have thoughts or maybe you've started thinking about what is what is kind of the next step for Salento as far as not just like expanding from a business side of it, but from the storytelling side of it, or when this lockdown kind of ends, or when we start coming out of this, I'm imagining kind of creative outlets around surrounding the brand, whether it's, you know, films or events or that sort of thing. Is that something you guys have dug into yet? Or 
Is it just because of the pandemic? You're like, I don't know if I even want to start planning because who knows what's going to happen in a few months. No, I, I like to take um, a a optimistic and you know forward mentality on doing new projects and not just sort of waiting be allowed to do it. And so we we um, really thought about how we're all separated now and what that would be like when we all come together, that excitement and that feeling, and how can we elevate that and make that more of an experience where we learn more from each other and grow more and not just have it where we're half there on our phones and disinterested. So we did an event in, in, um, in Pioneer Town near Joshua Tree, and we did rapid testing at the, at the gate, and we had 20 people of all different backgrounds. We had an astronaut there. We had you know, sound baths. We had all these sort of like classes that we all sort of were teaching each other for two days. And it was a really healing process. It was a learning process. But the biggest thing is like just understanding humans better. And like we were all different backgrounds and, and just really trying to understand just, you know, how much we're alike. And if you just have that communication, you learn a lot from from just those subtleties. Sure. I know on, on kind of that human front earlier this year, you put together a charity raffle to support the Encinitas Support Fund for businesses. Anything that you guys are considering doing like that or, or how did that end up? You know, any expectations for what uh, Salenta will be, be doing to kind of integrate with the community like over the next, you know, few months? We just reached out to some friends of ours and, and we reached out to Tony Hawk, Kelly Slater, Machado and had them donate a board signed. And that was part of that um, North County um, fundraiser that raised over $100,000, and we were a part of that. And so that was super satisfying on that sense. And then from there, we did another one for Black Artists and Design Guild in Brooklyn. Um, and we got these photographers and designers to donate work, and we raffled those off as well. It, you know, like, just just be a living in New York and living here and just all the people I've met in the creative sense it's not a huge lift for me to reach out to these people and just connect some dots and everybody wants to help. They just don't know how. And so, you know, it's just part of like our DNA just to sort of like be out there and trying to like just connect things. You have a platform to use and, and maybe they don't, or you're able to connect with someone who does. And, and that's a, it's a unique thing to have or a, a special uh, place in the world to be able to do that. I, I would think anything else that listeners should know about Salento Tequila, about you, about what the future holds for you guys. Yeah, we're just we're just really um, trying to learn and grow and and but with I don't know what to sort of like go off on that you know like we're sort of everywhere in California now you know you can find us pretty much um, all over you know in, li in liquor stores and, and stuff like that but but I think like for us it's it's we want people to try us and just sort of experience it and hopefully they do it with a, a fun experience whether they're gifting it to a close friend or they're sharing it at a dinner party and, and having that experience intimate and, and mean something. And we want to be part of those memories is, is our ideal situation. Well, I can tell you now, uh, you are officially part of my experience of drinking tequila for the first time in a long time. <laughs> and so uh, I certainly will remember that. And uh, I won't be able to tell people that I haven't done it in, in uh, 20 years. Anymore. So okay. I'm excited about that. Well, we'll make it, take it slow. Don't go too big. But uh, yeah, hopefully it's a good experience in the end. <laughs> uh, yep, I measured it out. So far, it's been really enjoyable and smooth, and I'm excited to uh, to finish it off the call here. But I would say cheers to you. Congratulations on the new brand and all the best kind of going forward. Thank you so much for having me. That was awesome. 
A big thank you and a cheers to Taylor Steele for coming on the show. Full disclosure, I've been working my way through this bottle of Salento Reposado tequila and loving it, and I am as shocked as anyone. But this tequila is head and shoulders above whatever it was that I was drinking in my late teens. They also have a Blanco and Anejo version, and all the details are on their website at salentotequila.com. The upcoming 2020 election is literally just around the corner. If you are a San Diego County voter, you still have time to sign up for the Where's My Ballot app at sdvote.com. If you haven't received your mail-in ballot already, contact the county registrar's office ASAP. With the SD Vote app, you'll receive a notice when they receive your ballot and when it's officially counted. I already got a text message saying mine was received and the signature approved. You can sign up at sdvote.com. That's all for this episode of the Cheers Podcast. This show and all of the Coast News podcasts can be found anywhere you listen to great podcasts, including on the new show directory right on thecoastnews.com. Or listen, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening including Apple, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Amazon Music, and basically anywhere great sounds are broadcast online. This episode of the Cheers North County podcast was produced and recorded by me, Ryan Wolt. Jordan Ingram is my editor-in-chief. The Coast News associate publisher is Chris Kidd, and our publisher is Jim Kidd. Thank you for listening, everyone. Be well, stay healthy and sane, and keep living the dream. Cheers, everyone. <laughs>